Let me tell you about Rough Greens. As a dog owner, uh, I know I want Uno to live forever. He had to go in for some surgery yesterday, and uh, I hate it when dogs get old. I hate it. It. it I mean, it just. Anyway, uh, we want to make sure he is the most healthy that he can be. And he is because of Rough Greens. He's the right weight now. We don't have to sit there and watch him eat and freeze like a statue. He um, has an activity level that he hasn't had since he was a puppy. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. It is not a dog food. It is a supplement that you put on your dog food. They love it. It's like dog crack. Um, but make sure your dog loves it and then feed them rough greens over a couple of months time you're going to find a huge huge difference in your dog activity level and uh, the way they address their food they love it rough greens 833-GLEN-33 833-GLENN-33 or roughgreens.com slash back back in a minute Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. The most admired man list is out again. Oh, I can't wait. Where did Donald Trump end? Where did Joe Biden end up? Ooh, Ooh it's going to be an exciting list as we reveal this to you. Coming up in just a second. Also, um, we had um, Health and Human Services come out and they've, they've got a new song. Got a new song about the pandemic mm. oh you're going to love it <laughs> all that and so much more begins in 60 seconds the glenn beck program Stu, you're a food scientist always, i am always been a food scientist mm-hmm. you love snacks as much as i do correct uh you are the one actually your wife is the one that turned me on to built bar turned you on to built bar then my wife turned me on to built bar and my job is to turn everybody else on to Bilt Bar. It is delicious. My wife, Stu's wife, does she eat as healthy and everything else? Oh, yeah. She's, yeah. she's healthy, which, you know, her endorsement of Bilt Bar is not necessarily important. And it, it led, <laughs> well, it's important. So it starts out with her saying it's good. Mm. And that is, you know, she eats healthy. So what does that mean to us? Right? Exactly. Nothing. Thank you for that. Nothing. Nothing. She recommends it to your wife who eats healthy. What is that? Nothing. What does it mean? Nothing. Nothing. It's not until your endorsement. Thank you. That, that's the important. You one are here. a food scientist, and you are not even as important. <laughs> no, you're as the, the important fat man here. You're the I, important uh, one here. Look, I know snacks. Okay, <laughs> I know candy. I know candy bars, and Built is a candy bar. I want you to go to Built.com. Built.com. It's healthy. It's low in calorie. Blah blah blah. It's a candy bar. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15, 15% off. BEC15, 15% off now. Built.com. Oh, where do we start? You know what? I, I'm i going on vacation next week. Christmas is right around the corner. 
I mean, can we start? Do we have um, we have a new holiday song, don't we? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Let's just start with some holiday cheer here. It's beginning to look a lot like Venezuela. Cortez, Pelosi, Kamala, and Senile Joe. It's beginning to look a lot like Venezuela. Soon we'll all be flogged. At dinner, you'll need to bring your favorite seasoning for the roasted dog. Well, there's a mountain of and the criminal threat it is such a socialist treat a band of marauders have captured our daughters and amputated my feet the reindeer have been murdered and the elves have all been beat it's beginning to look a lot like Venezuela oh the kids have frowns the tree is red and green it is splattered with blood and and Santa Claus is not coming to town It's beginning to look a lot like Venezuela Soon we'll lose our soul But the thing that will make us cry Is the painful way we die As our heads all Temperatures higher from all of the fires And rampant is the disease There's some execution and much destitution And I am covered by fleas And have you ever noticed that the water smells like cheese? It's beginning to look a lot like Venezuela Begging for some food But the thing that will make us flee is the worthless currency Holy crap, we're screwed It's beginning to look a lot like Venezuela We're Venezuela Cause Biden failed ya ah, Beginning to look a lot like Venezuela If you... If you'd like a copy of that song, you can uh, find it right now online. Yeah, go to the Studios America podcast page. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can click subscribe and share it with whoever you want for free. You know, it's, it's that kind of year. It's kind of funny, but not <laughs> no, it's- <laughs> because it's completely true. It is completely true. You know, I you know, I said, what was it? Ten years ago, you're not going to you're going to come to a time where you won't r- recognize your country. I want to play a song we did. Maybe mm. four or five years ago for Christmas, uh, it was a PC Christmas album we did. Here is here is one cut from it. I want you to listen to this.
uh, we did that uh, <laughs> when we thought we were at the maximum craziness of political correctness. Right. That song is now, as written there, politically incorrect. Yeah. Come see him or her. Right. Where are the other 92 <laughs> genders? <laughs> the other genders. <laughs> yeah. And born of earthly parents. I don't know if you can say parents. That's right. They've eliminated. Uh, yeah. That it's uh, birthing people. Right. <laughs> right. Birthing <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah. Birthing people. So we can't even recognize our country from where it was absurd just a few years ago. But now let me play something real. This is, uh, <clears throat> I like this. This is the NIH director, Dr. Francis Collins. Now, if you don't, if you're not watching the blaze, uh, you're missing out because this is a guy who looks to be about 60 years old uh, with a guitar like a hippie. Here he is singing his super, super classic somewhere past the pandemic. This is serious and real. Somewhere past the pandemic, <laughs> when, we're free, when we're free, there's a life I remember full of activity. Somewhere <laughs> past the pandemic, <laughs> masks will come off no more need for a nose swab every time we cough as we are gathered here today covid's toll has hit and sent us reeling but partners like the ones right here will help to make the pathway clear to find a true healing. Somewhere past the pandemic, life will resume. <laughs> we'll all complain about the traffic forgetting how we hated zoom, zoom. oh it's that great yeah all right enough. That's really this good. is this is in a government sponsored town hall so hhs employees were all forced to watch this if you ever think your meetings at work are worthless wastes of time just play that this is, on, yeah. this is on your tax dollar dime. Hmm. And uh, they all they all took some time to watch that. And I love the lyrics somewhere past the pandemic where we all will be free. Really? Because uh, all the things you're doing now make sure that we won't be free after the pandemic. And by the way, speaking of that, here is Joe Biden uh, yesterday talking about freedom cut eight and so everybody talks about freedom and not to have a to have a shot or have a test well guess what and so how about patriotism hmm. how about making sure that you're vaccinated so you do not spread the disease to anybody yes, else yes what about that what about that what's the big deal what's the big deal Stu? what is the big deal what about patriotism hmm doesn't seem like you should care about your personal individual freedoms. 
you should only care about what joe biden wants you to do apparently thank you which is amazing this thank- this this demeaning we heard arnold schwarzenegger do it earlier and this demeaning of the idea of personal freedom is an interesting path to take here in this moment <laughs> why I, do you I, I don't know what do you what do you mean now, I, I think you could appeal to someone and say look uh, hey you know if this was your opinion right, you're coming from the government you want to encourage people to get vaccinated you could say hey look you know you know, please consider this because it's not only about you being sick, but you might affect someone else who is much more vulnerable than you. And we 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 appreciate your consideration, right? Like there's a there's a way to appeal that way. This idea that they're going down the road of look, what do you? Oh, stop with your freedom! Come on, really, individual rights? Come on, that seems to be their pitch. Now, no one who wanted to actually get someone. To take the vaccine would come up with that pitch. It's the worst possible idea uh, to go down that road. But that's the road they keep going down as if that's going to succeed. It, it might succeed with their friends on Twitter and with their friends in the, uh, you know, the parties that they have without masks behind closed doors. Maybe that sort of thing gets a great reaction in those rooms. But obviously it doesn't in real life. Were the people you supposedly want to attract? You know, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Um, when you have the non-vaccined mm-hmm. now barred from movie theaters, concerts, exhibitions, um, anything in the public, mm-hmm. you have vaccine cards issued. Uh, you have students that are not vaccine, not allowed to go to college. You have the non-vaccine not allowed to travel abroad. Um, you have people <laughs> banned from restaurants, swimming pools, parks. Uh, when you, uh, you know, when you have the basic human rights um, violated. Mm-hmm. Does that bother you at all? Or is this part does, of the yes. vaccine? It, no, it, it definitely bothers it me. It does yes. do- bothers you? It does. Yeah, why yes. is that, Stu? Why is that? Well, I mean, as you know. I mean, I, you can look over my, you're looking at, you know exactly where oh, I'm going. Oh, I know yeah. where you're going with yeah, this, and yeah. that's why. But uh, I do think it's a very bad idea. Yes, as I, you know, oppose mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. mandates, uh, as I know you have the entire yeah. time. Right, yeah. 1935, yeah. Nuremberg <laughs> laws deny Jews basic civil rights. How did we know? 1935 to 36, uh, you're no longer to vote. Um, you lose uh, benefit payments to uh, Jewish families. Uh, you're, if you were a Jew, you were banned from parks, restaurants, and swimming pools. Uh, you were no longer to use uh, optical equipment, bicycles, typewriters, or records. Um, you were restricted from travel abroad. Uh, Jewish students were removed from German schools. Identity cards were issued to Jews. You were excluded from cinema, theater, concerts, exhibition, beaches, holiday resorts. Uh, I mean, I, I just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you probably don't want to go down this. Ah, freedom. What's the big deal? How about patriotism? You know, that's weird because that's exactly what, um, whatever his name was that mm-hmm. was in charge of Germany said too. this is for the good of all Germany. Where's your patriotism? And look, it's, it's interesting that the, you know, the left will say, of course, obviously, this is a terrible thing you should uh-huh. bring up and you should be banned from all social media for, for bringing it up. What's interesting about it is why they say that, right? There are two reasons. One, obviously, 
this does not need to be said to this audience because they're smart, but obviously we are not at Nazi Germany levels of, of, of oppression. We just don't like the road that this sends us down. We're not saying we're at the end of the road, which equals Nazi Germany. I will, uh, you know, whether, you know, you are not vaccinated, you can, you will have flown all over the country. You have visited all sorts of events. What you're saying here is, uh, is a, an end of a road that we do not want to take one step. What down. I'm saying is uh, there's, there's two roads. One is brightly lit. One is really nice and clean and leads to a very nice, clean city that we've all been to before and we like. Mm -hmm. Then there's another one that's very, very dark. It's not well lit. We've not traveled down this road for a very, very long time. And once you start walking down that road, it uh, is harder and harder to get back to the brightly lit road. Right. And at the end of that road, there's something really spooky. What do you say we get off of the dark, spooky, broken down road that we know lead? This is the same thing they said in Venezuela. This is going to lead. We said it. This is going to lead to starvation. This is going to lead to executions of people who don't agree. This is going to lead to Cuba. That's ridiculous. This is going to be the greatest utopia of all time. Well, they were on the dark road. You wouldn't get off the dark road. Now, Venezuela's not Nazi Germany. That's kind of in a special class all by itself. Well, no, sorry. Nazi Germany, Russia and China. Wait a minute. What do all three of those things have in common? That's right. Socialism. Oh, I completely forgot. They all have in common socialism. Get off the road. Okay. Now let's uh, tell you a little bit about Omaha Steaks. Boy, did you see these giant corporations, according to uh, Saki, these giant corporations are the ones driving the meat prices so high. It's true. It's true. There's four corporations that that take most of the meat and they are the meat distribution plants and they're greedy and it's a monopoly and it needs to be broken up. But is the government going to do that? No, they're just going to turn you against. They're just going to turn you against capitalism. That's all they want to do. Omaha Steaks right now, they are the world's best butchers. Uh, they're the they're the ones in. Uh, America that have been around forever and ever and ever, and they know how to make the meat really super tender. Uh, right now, if you go to the store, you're not going to find anything like this. $99 for their world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons, chicken breast, jumbo franks, sides, desserts, and so much more. You're going to save 50% off of your perfect gift package right now. Plus, if you use my name, Beck, you're going to get an additional eight Omaha steak burgers for free. They'll ship it right away. This is the perfect meat lovers gift package. OmahaSteaks.com. Get it for the holidays. OmahaSteaks.com. Keyword Beck in the search bar at OmahaSteaks.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Stu, can I ask you a question? Our our inflation is at 6.9% now, right? It's not 69%. It's not 69%. You're right. 
Um, th- this is this. These are the things that are in the um, in the basket of goods. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fruits and vegetables are up four percent. Milk four point six. Clothing up five percent. Food six point one. Electricity six point five. Jewelry six point seven. Domestic services. I don't even know what those are. Ten point two. New cars eleven point one. Furniture and bedding, 11.8. Meat, poultry, and fish, 13. Hotels, 25.5%. That's a, and that one's remarkable considering the last couple of years. Right. Used vehicles, 31.4%. And gas, 58.1%. How are we only at 69 <laughs> I mean, is that all... Everything that's in the basket of goods? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. The the largest consumer price jumps between uh, November 2020 and 21st. Uh, This is the, yeah, this is the. That all of them, essentially? Or is is that just a sampling, essentially? The only thing I would think of, because I think your your point here is that you look at all those, most of them are well over 6%. Why is it only 6%? Correct. Is that kind of what you're asking? Yeah. I mean, the only thing, you know, just looking at that off the top of the off, off the top of my head, a lot of the ones at the bottom are, you know, real, you know, major portions of a family's budget. Right. Right. Where like Vegetables. a new car you might not even buy. Right. Correct. Um, so, but still it's, it's, but gas remarkable. should overrun all of that. I mean, yeah, gas yeah. is everybody. And that's 58% increase, Incredible. 60% increase since this clown got into office. Now, 60%. I think I've heard you made the point that they don't, they don't factor in fuel in an appropriate way. Yes. In some of these uh, calculations. Yes. So, I don't know. I mean, wherever it is, it's still high. Even even if it's not 6.9% uh, and it you know is even lower, it's still way above what we're used to. Not, and it looks to be, for many people, a lot higher than that. And I love meat, poultry, and fish. I eat meat. I hate chicken and I hate fish. 13.1 when meat is up 25%. You're going to be surprised to hear that this chicken is, is meat. No, it's not. <laughs> really not. <laughs> American no. Finance at NMLS 182334 no. <laughs> Steak. That's it. Mm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Beef. Anyway, uh, Darren wrote in about his experience with American financing. He says, I was able to refinance my home, Glenn, saving hundreds of dollars every month. I was even able to shorten my term with this. It was clean, clear, and a simple process. Constant communication. Uh, you are exactly right. Now is the time to take advantage of the interest rates. I've saved so much. It's made a real difference in my life. Thanks. Darren, thank you for listening and writing in. Thank you uh, for uh, at least calling and seeing if it can save you money. I'm glad you cut your, sh- your term shorter and are saving money. This is something where you have to get your financial house in order. We should know today about interest rates. Um, The Fed is uh, meeting today. They should come out with what they're going to start doing. We should have an idea of how soon these higher interest rates are coming today. Please call American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We welcome Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed to our broadcast. Hello, Pat. 
Hello, Glenn. How are you? I got a little song for you. Oh, Oh. you do. All right. Somewhere (laughs) past the pandemic. (laughs) No. If we're ever free. Was that awful? (laughs) That was the worst. That was awful. The worst. From a government agency. I'm tired of the dancing, you know, the little dancing uh, 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 syringes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The awful Jimmy Fallon. The Fallon thing, yeah. Oh, Oh, my gosh. gosh. Stop with the propaganda. It's embarrassing. It is. It is embarrassing. embarrassing. propaganda. And, I mean, you're the U.S. government. Can you not... Do better than this? Really? No, no, they can't. I mean, every day we come in and do better than that. You can't do better than this? No, they cannot. (laughs) With an unlimited budget. No. You could spend a trillion dollars on this entertainment. (laughs) No, they're (laughs) not going to do it. They're not. It's interesting, too, that that attitude is there. There's a story in The Atlantic yesterday. They're getting all sorts of cancellations over it, where the guy basically makes the argument, where I live, no one cares about COVID. Yep. And he goes through the whole argument, and it's very similar to the life that we live here in Texas, which is, yes, people... And that was in the Atlantic. In the Atlantic, which is why they're getting all the cancellations. Oh, Uh, good. Oh, my gosh. Good. They shouldn't worry about it. They should do what they do. (laughs) Yes, Yes, they should. Now, they have shown a very long record of not just doing what they that's, do. I mean, they are true. Yes. They yes. folded multiple times. Anytime someone brings up. And they up, will again, I'm sure. Probably. Well, yeah. the only ones that are going to survive are the ones that just don't fold. Yeah. You know, they'll the ones say, who just don't care. They'll say, somebody didn't vet this article yeah. and it came from a conservative journalist. Ask Kevin Williamson have... how this works. Mm-hmm. Uh, as yeah. they, That's what they did to him. Yep. They hired him yep. and then fired, fired him, him for nothing. Like a tweet yep. he had made multiple years earlier. Mm-hmm. But, but this is typical of, of, of these, these places. They do this all the time. Yeah. And it, but the article was basically, if you haven't read it, it was a column saying, you know, like we just, I've flown a bunch of times. I've gone to parties. I went to weddings in the summer of 2020. You know, we don't, we don't connect with this world portrayed in the media where everyone's terrified of COVID all the time. You know, look, there are concerns, of course, that people have, particularly if you're vulnerable. But mm-hmm. most people are just moving past it in a lot of these areas. You, you look Texas at Texas is one of them. Texas is certainly one of them. Florida is another. Many. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost every red state at this point is pretty similar. And you saw even the governor of Colorado who was a Democrat yeah. yesterday. Declared it over. Yeah, he's like, this is over. If you want to get a vaccine, go get it. If you don't want it, don't get it. Well, I think that's happening, though. That I mean, should did be you the attitude. What, did you see what was happening in San Francisco with the mayor of San Francisco? Yeah, this is incredible. She said the reign of criminals ends now. Wait, in San Francisco? You're not enjoying this? I thought you <laughs> I thought you loved this. I thought, I thought it was great. We no. want to open up the gates and let all the prisoners come out and... And it hasn't worked out well for San Francisco. No, I don't hasn't. know if you if you've noticed that. I planted that tree, but the fruit is not tasty. It seems to be certainly <laughs> yeah. attitude here. Yeah. yeah, she said it's time the reign of criminals who are destroying our city. It is time mm. for it to come to an end, and mm. it, it comes to an end when mm-hmm. we take the steps to more aggressive to be more aggressive with the law enforcement. Mm-hmm. You think? Mm. Mm-hmm. More aggressive with the changes in our policies and less tolerant of all the BS, she actually says the word that has destroyed our city. It's interesting that she's uh, actually uh, admitting it well, mm-hmm. because it's clear to everybody else, in the, especially in the red states, that San Francisco has gone to hell. But now she's basically admitting it and saying, yeah, we let it go to hell. Well, yeah, that's your Democrat policies. Those are the policies that you've been proclaiming that were mm. that were great. 
uh, up until now. What do you think the cause of this is? Is it, you know, political pressure? Is it she's really recognized this and is horrified? Is she just trying to scam more, you know, more years out of uh, out of uh, her her job as mayor? What's she trying I don't to know. Do? She's going to I mean, if 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 she I mean, if if she is doing this because uh, she's taking a stand against wokeness, mm-hmm. then that screams volumes yeah. of information to the rest of America. Same thing in New York with Eric mm-hmm. Adams coming in, right. who's doing the same type of thing. Right. If if the, if wokeness is that dead that you can have this mayor say these things and and actually go up. In approval rating, uh, wokeness is dead. Yeah, it is dead because yeah. it is kind of a woke thing to say the robberies, the the smash and grab stuff isn't so bad. I mean, yeah, it is. It's really not that. That's bad. just coming That's, from woke. Yes, yes, it's it just is. property. And now she is not accepting of that, and she's she, not accepting of the going to the bathroom in the streets or any of it. Yeah, right. all of a sudden Which, she doesn't want the poopies all over the totally place. It's a totally natural occurrence. I, I don't <laughs> know what her problem we is. We all with have that. to poop. We, everybody poops. Everybody. everybody yeah, that, there's a book about that, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, it's interesting. This we had Michael Schellenberger on about his book San Francisco a few months ago when it came yeah. out, and he it's about San Francisco, obviously, and he he basically makes this case. That they need to be more aggressive with law enforcement and stop letting you know drug dealers and drug addicts do drugs in the street and go to the bathroom in the street and camp Jeez. out in the street and all those things that are completely obvious you'd think to most people. And he said yesterday, like, look, there's a lot to 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 wait for here to see if she actually does these things. But this is a real step in the right uh, direction because a lot of it was what he mentioned in his book, yeah. right? Well, a lot of what she's saying now seems like they are they basically read the book and are taking some of the. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's pretty which amazing. Would, which would be great if it that's actually amazing. happening. And she didn't tiptoe around mm-hmm. it, as Pat said. She used the language. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was. She did. She's pissed. Yeah, she's pissed. Or about sounds it. it. Yeah. By the way, we have Rick DeSantis on tonight. Is he Ron's brother is coming on again? That's incredible. (laughs) What an honor that this family member of the governor of Florida is coming on your show. And a lot of people would think you'd go for Ron. Right. No, no, I went for Rick. No, he doesn't go for the obvious guy. You go for Rick, his brother. Ron on. I have Rick. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Why do I? Because I always think it's Rick DeSantis. And I know it's not. But who is it that that sounds like, or who do we know? My thought is you might be conflating Rick Scott, who is the uh, senator from Florida and former governor, with Ron DeSantis, (laughs) which is not, and they are very different different. from each other. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Rick Scott, you know, has done a lot of good things as well. Right. Ron DeSantis is kind of the guy who... Rick's (laughs) not the one saying, let's take all the illegal immigrants that uh, Biden sent in. The best policy of all time. And send them up to Martha's Vineyard. (laughs) I will help pay for that. Me too. I'll help pay for that. (laughs) I will absolutely (laughs) contribute to that If he can't get the budget through with that... We're raising that money. Yeah. Because I just, oh, I'd love to be, I'd love to see that. Love to see that. What are they going to say? It is so easy for them to dismiss the border as if it's nothing until they have the border problem in their own state. And when that happens in Delaware and Martha's Vineyard, he's like he said, uh, the border will be secure the next day. That's absolutely right. Uh, that once they understand what it's all about and what it feels like, love it. They would be for shutting down I the border. Absolutely love it. Brilliant. And how how would they say they don't want these people living there? 
Like how do they? <clears throat> right, right. Like they right. are—they're the ones saying they'll we're say hateful it's, for it's, not welcoming. It's them. Ron DeSantis. It's it's hateful for moving them. Why? It, it, you are saying that Ron DeSantis treats these people poorly. <laughs> so why wouldn't it be better mm-hmm. if you treat him, bring them to your area where, where you, you say treat you're them really well? well. Yeah, yeah, I mean this is a this is a blessing. Where they can for live them. At, at Joe Biden's house. Yeah, I mean, he's got great. room. It's great. Tons of room. It's great. Um, let me play that. Uh, let me play this scene. This is from. I don't think there's really a spoiler here, um, but this is from um, Yellowstone. It's the last piece of a speech given by the Kevin Costner character. I want you to listen to this and tell me you wouldn't love to hear this from a politician. Listen. You don't see it on your way to work in the fields or on the mountain, but there's a war being waged against our way of life. They'll tell you all the reasons why our way of life is bad for this country, bad for our future, how it's immoral that you live here, work here, grow their food here. They will tell it so much you might even start to believe it yourself. Question what you do and who you are. They'll tell you that the land's only hope is for them to be its steward. The ugly truth is they want the land. And if they get it, it will never look like our land again. That is progress in today's terms. So if it's progress you seek, do not vote for me. I am the opposite of progress. I'm the wall that it bashes against, and I will not be the one who breaks. I love that. Jeez. That's awesome. I love that. I'm the That's opposite awesome. of progress. And I guarantee you Montanans would respond respond well to that. Oh speech. yeah. They I think a lot of speech. Americans would. If yeah. this is if 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 any politician, if Rick mm-hmm. or Ron decided to give a speech and he mm-hmm. said, if your idea of progress is open borders, if your idea mm-hmm. of progress is people crapping in the streets, if your idea of progress is separating white children and black children so they no longer can play together and you want separate playgrounds, mm-hmm. well, then I'm the opposite of progress. I'm the I'm the wall that progress comes up against. I. I would vote for that guy in a heartbeat. You could tell why people like that show too. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, I mean that is that. If that's yeah. how that show, I have not watched it, but that makes me it want is, to watch. It's fantastic. It's really it's rough. <clears throat> I don't know what what network. I know it's on Paramount, but it's on some. It's on Peacock, isn't it? Well, it's on it's on a little bit of everything. It's on a little bit of everything now. Paramount you too. can find it. Uh, I thought it was Paramount, but is it Paramount? It, it Plus? is a Paramount mm-hmm. Plus, but it is oh. also I think older episodes are on Peacock. It's okay. it's okay. pretty much everywhere now. Huh. Um, but it it originates, you know, USA or one of these uh, networks. I think was the one that originally put it on, but it is huge. You have the stats of of Premiere. Uh, premiere week, right? Yeah, this is interesting because they had, I think the initial uh, airing of season three, is it? Yeah. Their premiere was 15 million people. Now that's a huge number for today. 15 million? Yeah. 15 million that's today. Gigantic. Yeah. yeah. And that was, I think, without streaming, which I don't, that's Only why I was football asking. football gets those kinds of numbers now. Yeah. 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 I don't know where, huh. it, I, I don't, I don't watch wow. it, so I don't know where it airs, but um, I, everyone I know mm-hmm where it watches it on a streaming network i watch it streaming uh, anyway uh but the the show succession which is very highly talked about in the media and media circles is, which is a show that i do watch uh, and it's and it it is i i watch that because i lived it yeah i mean it's it's thinly disguised murdochs yeah 
uh, and Fox News. Yeah, it's and it's very way, way over the top. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. way over the top. It's very well done, but it's it's also yeah. you know it's a and media it's family. It's very harsh, very harsh. Yeah. Um, however, that one had three million people watch it. I think that includes streaming. Wow. So that's wow. a show that gets a lot of talk in the media, and it shows how out Amazing. of step the media is. Yeah. They the show they all flock to is is uh, is is about them. Mm. The show that everybody is flocking to in the in the real America is really about them. Mm-hmm. It's about the people who are struggling every day, just trying to make it. And this battle that's going on between an old way of life and a new way of life. And by the way, I may be alone, but I was if somebody had to die last season. Why could it not have been Casey's wife? I hate her. <laughs> Is that I assume that's a character on the show, I hope. Me. Okay. Yes, it's a character on the show, and is it huh. always me? She's uh, a whiny mm. university professor. Ah, oh, somebody should have gone. It's not right that they didn't kill somebody off in that family, and she should have been the one. <laughs> By the way, I don't know why I didn't understand this. It's so easy to understand. The current season of Yellowstone airs on the Paramount Network app and website and is not on Paramount+. Plus. Seasons one through three, obviously, are on Peacock. You can watch Yellowstone on Fubo TV, Philo, or Sling. What? So obviously, I know we're going to track this down. Very can I tell you something? That's 15 million, 15 million people. people. Yeah, I sat down wow. on the premiere night wow. to watch it, and Tanya and I, didn't. we couldn't find it. We subscribed to Paramount, and then it wasn't on Paramount because we did Paramount Plus. Right. We couldn't find the damn thing. Wow. Bizarre. Yeah, bizarre. It's, it's really weird, and it is huh. worth finding. Back in a minute. Uh, Patriot Mobile. How long have you had your current cell phone provider? When's the last time you switched over? If you're like most people, it was probably the last time you found out about a really good deal some provider had right when you were most convinced that you were paying too much for your current service. Does it sound right? Here's the good news. That time has come around again. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget. They're on the same towers as the big guys. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team provides exceptional service. Even more important than that, Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for our religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, and our veteran and first responder heroes. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call them now. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. Uh, This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're just talking about the spinoffs of Yellowstone that are coming. 1886 is what's being filmed right here in uh, Fort Worth. Hmm. You know, they dug up the streets and they made Fort Worth look like it did in 1886. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing what's going on. Yeah. That's incredible. What they do with these movies to some of these areas is is really insane. Um, So when does the show... I know everyone out there is like, I watch the show, shut up, and I stop asking these dumb questions. But like, is it an... Is it an old timey show? No. Is it a current times? It's current. Current times. It's current times, and it is the most politically incorrect family you will ever see. 
Um, you're not, they're not always good guys. Um, you know, they take care of business. And when that means taking care of business, if, if that means, you know, shoot the guy in the head and go over state lines and dump his body off a cliff, that's what it means. Right. Okay. That is politically so, incorrect. Yeah, yeah, that's politically. That's one way to but describe it. But it is just this family that will not give up their way of life. They've owned this ranch through generations, 1886. That's why the spinoff is coming, 1886. And it takes place in 1886. And it's about his great-great-grandfather that started the ranch. Mm. Okay. But the Costner character is in real time today. And it is, you know, the people in New York and the um, and uh, the press should watch Yellowstone. You want to understand America? Watch Yellowstone. It's a lot closer than most of the crap coming out of television uh, from the big cities. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, all right, let me tell you about American financing. No pre- no time like the present to get your finances under control. I was just in the break reading uh, another story here. Let me see if I can find it about what the Fed is going to do. Federal Reserve expected to take a very big step towards its first rate, rate hike today. Um, this will... This will change the economy and not necessarily for the good uh, to, to a good way. And it will also block you out of saving some of the money that you can you can get right now with American financing. You can if you're if your payment is in the threes or above your interest rate, please call American financing today. If they signal this hard, you'll start to see the banks start to raise the rates. Uh, on you, <laughs> not on them, but on you. American Financing, 800-906-2440. Please do this today. Americanfinancing.net. Americanfinancing.net, falling deeply in love with elon musk i mean i know i know that we don't agree on an awful lot but this guy is just non-stop afraid which i love yesterday elon musk no non no no, no non-stop unafraid thank you i was gonna say non-stop, that's not something i yeah. usually would see you praising right non-stop unafraid when it comes to really any subject yesterday he he got into a Twitter war with uh, Elizabeth Warren, and to say there were no survivors on Elizabeth Warren's side, I think is safe. I think that's safe to say. We'll tell you about that. And more importantly, does that indicate that the conservative point of view is winning? I want to explain a thought on that. It's the answer is yes and no. And both of them, I think, are good. But we'll share that in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. What distinguishes a truly great real estate agent from merely an adequate one or worse, a bad one? 
question on my mind several years ago. That's the question that eventually sparked the idea for the company I started called realestateagentsitrust.com. Right now, the housing market is running with its hair on fire, and nobody knows when things are going to calm down. You need somebody to help you safely navigate these tricky real estate waters and get safely where you're going. It's Real Estate Agents I Trust. It's a free service to you. Our way of ensuring that you're going to get the best agent possible to help you through the process. Somebody who knows the best practices, who's dedicated to making sure that you have the best selling or buying process possible available to you. Our agents are in it to win it for you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. So Elon Musk, yesterday, he was named Times, the Time Magazine's 21 uh, Person of the Year. So Elizabeth Warren tweets, let's change the rig tax code so the person of the year will actually pay taxes and stop freeloading off everyone else. Musk followed up saying, stop projecting. (laughs) You remind me of when I was a kid and my friend's angry mom would just randomly yell at everyone for no reason. Mm. In another. That is her profile. It is. It is. She's she's angry. She's always angry in that oh, that voice. Yeah, I know. I mean, this is why, of course, she didn't even come close to winning the primary. I think she did better than Kamala, oh, though, well, didn't yeah, she? Well, I mean, that's not a standard, yeah, okay. though, is it? All right. <laughs> is that really a standard you're shooting for? In another tweet, he said, oh, please don't call the manager on me, Senator Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. And I love this guy because he just... He says out loud what a lot of people think, and he is a guy who I have real problems with at times because now he's saying, you know, no subsidies should be available. Well, after he got his subsidies. So is he kicking the door behind him to stop everybody else or is he really had a change of heart? Hopefully he's really had a change of heart, um, but I don't know. But here's what I want to here's what I want to talk to you about. I'm not sure. If the people that we have, quote unquote, coming over to our side have actually really changed other than they realize their side is really dangerous now. So, in other words, are they like Republicans that joined the Tea Party that realized I got to be out of this Republican Party because it doesn't they don't stand for anything. And we realize that. And while we torch the Republican Party, many of us will still vote for the Republican Party. Do you know? Do you understand what I'm saying? So I'm not sure if these guys have had a real awakening to our argument or they're now seeing the people they've been standing in the room with. And they're like, I don't want to be with these people. This is crazy. And so they've revealed themselves as the true, more libertarian liberal that they always have been. 
Hmm, yeah, I, I see what you you're see saying. You see what I mean? Yeah, I think that's, I mean, the Overton window is a, is, is, is back hard. in, in yeah. effect here. We talked about this with Bob Costas the other day, who, right. you know, he had this call with Jim Garrity, uh, who, who had criticized him for some of his monologues about guns and the Washington Redskins team name and said he was, you know, as we did as well, that he was, Bob Costas seems like a crazy liberal. And Costas called up and said, hey, I'm not that guy. I'm not far left. And just the fact that he would want to disagree with being outed as a, someone who is far left indicates he probably isn't far left. Because no, AOC never comes up and says, no, I'm really not socialist. That's not what these people do right. anymore. Th- right. That's an old era of, of, of liberal. And what's weird is they are now separating themselves. They were the ones who would have said, Glenn Beck's crazy, saying that everybody's a Marxist. You know, we're not Marxist when, you know, Newsweek magazine ran the headline. We're all socialists now. Socialist yeah. now. Um, and they were the ones that would jump on the bandwagon defending the people who were on the Democratic side that were truly Marxist. Mm-hmm. Now, did they just not believe that or have they had a uh, an awakening to Marxism, were they always part of right. this kind of Marxist soup, and they've just backed up and said, "Okay, this is not going to work here," or were they just truly a blind liberal that were just thought the party is the party and we're not Marxists? Yeah, maybe they thought it was just overblown. Republicans right. were were saying these things and they're not true. And to be fair, there were a lot more on the left side that weren't Marxist. I mean, Joe Biden used to very much sound like a normal Democrat. If you go back yeah. to the 90s, you can go back to the 90s. We were talking about this with San Francisco a little earlier when it comes to crime. There's a version of Joe Biden that could do very well in this country today. The 1994. That's the, version, that's the version that people voted, thought they were thought they get. were voting for. Yeah. And that's why he got elected. And right. if you go back to 1994, he's got the crime bill. He's trying to hold people accountable for, for criminal actions. Now he's saying that was racist and I apologize for it when that sort of action is needed most, as we're seeing in San Francisco now. Um, so I think it's come a long way. You know, uh, Elon Musk, it's, I don't know I mean, exactly where he comes from on the subsidies sort of thing. He's now saying he doesn't want them for anybody, anybody which I love. I mean, I that's too. what I believe as well. Uh, how, however, obviously, his company was built on them. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tesla was built on. This. That's why I wonder, is he? Kicking the door closed for everybody else. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think either. that's him. Mm-mm. You know, maybe he just we, we he didn't didn't emphasize it a lot back then, or maybe he just liked the idea that he could yeah. get his company started. I don't know. Uh, but you left out, I think, the most important part of of this exchange with Elizabeth Warren when he points out uh, he will pay more taxes than any American in U.S. history this year. Now, this is Elizabeth Warren is so dumb. That she's actually criticizing a person for not paying taxes who's paying the most taxes of anyone in history. Has there ever been a bigger miss of a tweet than Elizabeth Warren's? <laughs> think about it. Seriously. We're I seeing don't that he's paying more taxes he's paying than more, anyone in history. He's paying more than anyone in history. And she said he paid nothing. There is literally no way to miss more than she missed. And uh, George Washington never died because he <laughs> is Satan. <laughs> I died. I guess. But we, and that's questionable. You know, you could still question. Maybe. We can't quantify that. We can quantify the Elon right. Musk situation. Yeah. Um, and he, of course, followed it up with, uh, don't spend it all at once. Oh, wait, you did already. 
that's so great. <laughs> it's true. So great. Now, so the question is, people are waking up, but are, what are they waking up to? Are they waking up and saying conservatives are right? Or are they just waking up to the things that we've always had in common where where conservatives, the people like us, have said, guys, we didn't change. You changed. You changed. Mm. The Democratic Party is no longer fighting for what you say you believe in. They're not built. They're not fighting for the Bill of Rights. They are fighting for socialism and communism and a fundamental transformation of America. Well, I hope that they are waking up, especially to the Democratic Party thing, because do you remember it was racist to say anyone was a Marxist? It was crazy to say somebody in the Democratic Party is a communist. Well, tell me what you think of this story. Senator Richard Blumenthal from Connecticut, one of the worst people in the world, spoke at an awards ceremony over the weekend hosted by a Communist Party affiliate whose leaders used the event to recruit potential members into the Communist Party. Now, he's one of the wealthiest members of the Senate, which let's put that aside because actually it's it's his wife. I just love a man who never really even created wealth, but is living off of his wife. It's so beautiful. Mm. Blumenthal appeared even as Democratic leaders have downplayed allegations that many in the party support socialist or communist policies. So they are still saying, no, we don't support that. But then how do you explain Blumenthal going and speaking at the Communist Party event? Blumenthal was introduced at the event by Lisa Bergman, a Communist Party member who blamed corporations for the imperialism that exists in our world that is undermining the labor and environment movement. Uh, She also had there was another communist MC, Ben McManus, issued invitations at the ceremony to join the Communist Party. And I quote, if you're not already part of the Communist Party, we invite you to participate and contribute and join there's more and more people talking about socialism in this country as it becomes more and more clear that capitalism is not going to work for our future so tell me what's happening there democrats explain this can you imagine if if somebody said i am definitely not part of the clan but then you're invited to speak at a clan ceremony, awards ceremony, and you speak. And when you're speaking, everybody's like, and by the way, make sure you join the clan on the way out. How would you explain that? Because I think that would be unexplainable. I think anybody who did that, it would be pretty hard to say, oh, yeah, he's not he's not clan friendly. No way. No way. How is it that the Democrats don't care that they are now having Dick Blumenthal, a guy who's not known in the in, you know, in the media circles as the radical. He's kind of the law enforcement kind of guy. I just, you know, I just want to make sure that everything is running, you know, and really buttoned up. Uh, I'm uh, I'm certainly not a communist. Really? Then why are you speaking at the Communist Party awards ceremony? 
we have to wake our our friends and family up and and this is why i've been saying for a while our unum has always been the bill of rights when biden says freedom and we're just talking about you having to get a vaccine. What's the big deal? The big deal is the government doesn't have the right to tell me what to put into my body. That's the big deal. You don't have a right. So stop trying to do it. You don't have a right to force companies to make me do it. You don't have the right to do it. Today is the day that the the. The founders enshrined the Bill of Rights. They were very important. They still are. And those were the things that brought us together. Not our policies, not who we voted for, not things that we have to tax or not tax. It was the Bill of Rights. And when you have leaders of the Democratic Party speaking at the Communist Party annual awards... You don't have people who believe in the Bill of Rights. You have people who are working with or standing with people who are undermining the Bill of Rights. And that's the one thing we should still all have in common. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. New Year's right around the corner, so you need to be asking yourself, what are your financial goals? What is it? That you're going to do to shore up your financial house. Where are the areas you can save money? More importantly, where are the areas where you're not saving money? It's a difficult thing to do, but it's made a lot less difficult if you pick up the phone and call American Financing and do it today. The Fed is meeting today and they're expected to lay down the hammer uh, and let everybody know what's coming next year when it comes to interest rate hikes. They're expecting to hike uh, if they if they say this is coming right after the new year, I think the banks are going to start just doing it on their own before the Fed does, because they'll have they'll make extra money. American financing doesn't work for these banks. They work for you and they're going to find the best financing for you, whether it's a consolidation loan, a refi or a new mortgage. If you're paying over three percent interest, you're paying too much. Do it Today, AmericanFinancing.net, AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. Ten seconds, station ID. So, Stu, help me out on this. You you remember the uh, the most admired man thing. It comes out every year, right? Yes. Okay. The most admired men for 2021. Number one, Barack Obama. Mm, thank, thank God. Number two, Bill Gates. Okay. Number three, Xi Jinping. Mm. Number four, Cristiano Ronaldo. Hmm? The soccer player. Number five, Jackie Chan. <laughs> Number six, wait, wait. Hmm? Jackie Chan. Number six, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. The, the actor? The actor. Jackie I, Chan. I mean, he seems like a nice guy. Oh, I, stop dwelling on Jackie Chan. Number six, Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Number seven, uh, Prime Minister Modi from that's India. India, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, Vladimir Putin. Did we skip number eight. Who's eight? Was eight Modi? Modi. Okay. Yeah. Number ten, Jack Vladimir Ma. Putin. <laughs> okay. 
Jack Ma. Okay. Now, what do you notice about that list? There's an international flavor to it, I would there say. There is an international flavor to it. It seems like a lot of leaders of the largest com- uh, countries are mm-hmm, on the list. Mm-hmm. And do you want to be on a list that features Bill Gates, Xi Jinping, and Vladimir Putin? Because <laughs> I really... I mean, unless it's a, a wealth list. Yeah. I don't think all yeah. three of those I'd like to right. be on a list Right. With. So now, who's not on this list? You. Uh, yes, you I'm are not, not on this list. Now, you've been on this list in the past. Okay, hang on just a second. Who's not on this list? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't know. The President of the United States. Yeah, usually you'd think. He's usually number one. Usually always the top three. Now, a former President of the United States is number one. Yes, Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Uh, at number 13 is Donald Trump. Hmm. So where is our dear beloved leader? He's at number 20. Wow. Joe Biden. That's really low. Uh, I've never seen that before. He's number 20. Now, I would say, I mean, this is a weird list because, you know, I had to look up some of these people. I'm like the soccer players. I'm like, who the hell is that? <laughs> right. Okay. Um, and it's hard to hard to believe. This is the list from 2009. Number one, Barack Obama. Number two, George W. Bush. Number three, Nelson Mandela. Number four, Glenn Beck. Number five, Pope Benedict. Six, Billy Graham. Seven, Bill Gates. Eight, John McCain. George H.W. Bush. Ten, tied Bill Clinton and Tiger Woods. Now, that's insane. Hmm. But what do you notice about all of those names? All of those names. With an exception of Nelson Mandela and Pope Benedict, they're all American centric. There is not an international flavor. Correct. Correct. Isn't that interesting how now suddenly we are also international. Now, is that changing the methodology in any way? Is there this one? This one is being put out by yougov.co.uk. So this is being uh, labeled as the uh, the man of the year, the men of the year. And they're giving us these top 10, which Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping at number three should set you off, should say, mm, you know, I don't really trust this list. Um, and I think this list is being pushed out because... You just don't want Donald Trump in the top 10, especially if you just take the American centric people in the people that Americans would know, including Jackie Chan, that would put Donald Trump at uh, number seven. And I believe Biden either at 10 or 11. So Biden wouldn't make it. It's incredible. I mean, it, it's it, it's crazy. It shows a massive problem Biden has going forward too, which is not only does you have the right, you have the right on the, that's just obviously does not agree with him. You have the middle who is noticing how terrible he is, and you have the left who has no passion for him. So there's just nothing there. He's a giant zilch of a president, and he continues to make things much much worse. So I don't know. I, I don't know. It's going to be difficult for him. Uh, if he does decide to run uh, again. By the way, Kamala Harris is number 11 on the mm. most admired women. Nine points ahead of her boss. That's how bad.
bad things are. No. <laughs> yes. This is crazy. The Glenn Beck program. All right, you're, you bought that lottery ticket last week. Your ship is just about to come in, and when that happens, you're going to be a gazillionaire, and you won't have to worry. If your car breaks down, you can just throw it away and buy a new one. Well, maybe that'll happen, um, but I wouldn't count on it. I would count on my car being out of warranty, and then it starts to break down. That's why you have Car Shield. When you have one of Car Shield's many affordable plans, you're going to be in great shape for any covered repair. Nationwide roadside assistance, a rental car, the mechanic of your choice. What's not to love? Car Shield will deal directly with the mechanic so you don't have to worry about any of it. Car Shield has literally saved me and my family thousands of dollars. They could do the same for you. Check them out. Winter is here and it sucks for cars. Uh, Car Shield right now is the best defense against costly repairs that could put you into a deep freeze with your finances. CarShield.com slash Beck. CarShield.com slash Beck. Save 10%. CarShield.com slash Beck. Deductible may apply. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Great Christmas present for somebody. A Blaze TV subscription. Use the promo code Glenn to save 10 bucks. This is the Glenn Beck program. Yesterday, I told you a little bit about Facebook, something that people are not paying attention to. They should. Facebook is um, in a court battle with John Stossel. I have his attorney on with us at the top of next hour, so just about 25 minutes away. Um, but they have su- John Stossel has sued because of a fact check from Facebook that he says defamed him because they said that his facts were false. And John says... No, I've been in the fact checking business, you know, most of my life. And I know the difference between fact and false. And this isn't false. Well, he fought this. And in court now, Facebook has issued something uh, in their defense. They say opinions are not subject to defamation claims. While false assertions of fact can be subject to defamation. So they're saying fact check articles. This is a quote. Fact check articles are not the labels affixed through Facebook platform. The labels themselves are nearly near, uh, neither false nor defamatory. To the contrary, they constitute protected opinion. Now, the way I read that is fact check doesn't have to be based in facts. Uh, they can, if they have an opinion that says, no, that's not right, then they can claim that our facts are wrong, trumped by their opinion, which is the case we have been making the whole time. Where is the line for your opinion and facts? Because we know what the facts are, You can then go in and say, we disagree, but who are you to say we disagree on our opinion? We're arguing facts. As John points out, they they can pretty much do what they want on their website. However, it's it's a terrible way of doing business, especially for somebody who claims they want to be the source of the public square conversation 
Uh, I don't. Uh, they don't seem to act that way. And you know, they you know, Twitter is doing something today where they are penalizing users who claim vaccinated people can spread COVID nineteen. Now, every every study, every study that. from the literal beginning has said that if you have uh, uh, if you are vaccinated, you have a chance, a lower chance, but a chance of spreading COVID nineteen. There's that? never been a study that has said it's going to prevent every single case of spread. It's never occurred. So what? So how are they? What? So they're, and they're saying now, if you say, "Hey, you know what? I think it, you know you can spread it if you have if you are uh, vaccinated," which is true by literally every scientific report, including the scientists who work at Pfizer. Okay, that doesn't mean that they are they're terrible and they're the worst thing in the world. Doesn't mean anything like that, but it does mean that of course the some facts some people are do the it. facts. COVID, you know, this is from the CDC website. If you are fully vaccinated and become infected with the Delta variant, you can spread the virus to others. Infections happen only in a small proportion of people who are fully vaccinated, even with a Delta variant, as compared to people who are not vaccinated. But that does say both of those things say you can get it and you can spread it. It can happen. So, and it, it seems to be even worse when it comes to Omicron, if that thing catches on here, which it looks like it, it may. So, to punish, the, like, you are punishing people for saying things that are on the CDC website. Hurry while they last on the website. Mm. Pointer.org has just fact-checked my recent COVID special. Uh, more specifically, the question, does the government co-own the vaccine, the COVID-19 vaccine? They also questioned my question on whether the government may have ulterior motives in mandating the vaccine. And here's their fact check. Is it true the government, and it should be, co-owns the vaccine, but is it true the government owns the vaccine, as Beck said? In short, no. Okay, in short, no. How about we look at the long form then? <laughs> I mean, why add in short? It's a yes or no question. Well, this is a topic that requires a short explanation. I guess I would personally say no, as the COVID origin story and the vaccine origin story are the biggest topics in the world right now. It's not even close, but it kind of seems like this fact check agrees because they follow up in their little in short, no remark with this little tidbit, and I quote, but as the New York Times reported November 9th, there is a long brewing disagreement between Moderna and the National Institute of Health over who developed a crucial part of the COVID-19 vaccine known as the mRNA sequence. And that could have implications for ownership of important patents related to the vaccine. So, in other words, no, no, they don't co-own it. No. In fact, to prove it, there's a court battle right now going on between the government <laughs> and Moderna. And they're battling out in court to see who owns it or not. Right. Well, wait a minute. I showed you the document with the signature and said, what's this all about? Did you know? Did you know that they co-owned? Did you know this was happening? Don't you think? Because if they're getting money or anyone in the NIH is getting money, we should know about it because that might, you know, be an ulterior motive. And, and by the way, we had conversations before this special even aired off the air. Yes. 
uh, talking about all of the points they bring up here yep. and making sure that we included uh, uh, the nuance yeah. that existed. And then they, instead of fact-checking the special, they didn't fact-check the special. They fact-checked, they fact-checked the TikTok. Okay. They fact-checked what what part of the special went viral on TikTok, yeah. which is pretty frustrating. I don't know how we're supposed to control that. Yeah. Uh, Pointer also points this out. Quote, a lot of money is at stake, as well as a, a big say in the distribution of vaccines worldwide. If the NIH scientists were named as inventors on the sequence patent, that would enable the government to collect royalties on the patent and to license it as it sees fit, including, some have noted, to other vaccine manufacturers besides Moderna. The result could have long-term consequences for global vaccine access. Well, now, maybe it's just me, but a lot of money is at stake at stake kind of sounds like maybe we should look for ulterior motives it's interesting how they point out royalties to be paid to the government because if you go down to page 125 on the agreement that we showed you between moderna and the government you'll find an interesting appendix called royalties appendix now if there's no co-ownership why is there a royalties appendix It says, if any vaccine is produced based off their collaborative research, then Moderna would owe the government an initial sum 60 days after the signing of this agreement, October 2019, and then every year annually. If you scroll down to page 127, the government instructs how those royalties would be paid. Now, why would Moderna be paying the federal government In fact, there's even an account number on page 127 that shows that the money should be directed to the Federal Reserve Bank. I don't know. That kind of sounds like money is changing hands or could change hands if they co-owned this, if they developed it and they said, no, we developed this all by ourselves, then no money changes hands. No, we have a co-ownership and we gave you the mRNA uh, uh, mechanics and you added this. So we're partners on it. That's what it says. How is Pointer doing this? They found also no suspicion at all that Dr. Barrick was included in the collaboration between Moderna and the NIH. Not even a little suspect that the government and Moderna were working on a coronavirus mRNA vaccine and that they were sending research back and forth with the man, Barrick, who was working with Dr. Xi in Wuhan on coronavirus. There's no interest in that. This is the same Wuhan Where the pandemic began, it's not worthy of a question, I guess. And by the way, I have questions. We all should have questions. The facts are this. The government and Moderna have been collaborating on a coronavirus vaccine since 2015. The contract specifically states co-ownership of vaccine candidates and on page 24, all data and material produced along the way. Royalties have been negotiated. Royalties are in the contract. Dr. Barrick, the man who had been working on coronavirus research with Dr. Xi, was included. And now there's a dispute between the government and Moderna on who owns what. That's the fact, Pointer. 
But don't worry. Nothing to see here. Pointer's got it. They're smarter than you. You know, just the it's just the government trying to mandate a vaccine that they're currently fighting on how much of it they were involved with inventing. And then the contract that states in black and white, the royalties that should be paid to the federal bank if anything is produced based off of their collaboration. Nothing to see here. There's no ulterior motive. There's no co-ownership at all. So what the hell does this even mean? That's why I'm asking. There is no precedent for this. And if the government or government employees are going to benefit even a little off of a federal policy that contributes to that benefit, we should be asking these questions. That's what the media used to do. That's what Pointer says their whole mission is. I fact check Pointer. They're liars. They are liars specifically here. They're liars. Fact check that opinion, Pointer. (laughs) Okay, let me tell you about Built Bar. If you didn't already know, here's how most protein bars help you lose weight. They taste like foam rubber. And then you eat a bite and then you're like, wow, that's bad. And you don't eat anymore. Within weeks, you're down several pounds and praying for death, likely, every time it's time for another snack. Thankfully, that's not the way Built Bars work, because the maker of Built Bar understand that flavor comes first. The healthy stuff comes second. That's how Built Bars help you get healthier. That doesn't mean that they are not, uh, that they're not healthy. It's like, oh, well, we'll just stick some healthy stuff in it. No, no, no. Get the flavor right. And then maximize all of the things that you also want in it. The protein, the low calories, low carbs. Go to built.com. Use the promo code BECK15 and get 15% off your order. Uses real chocolate. It's tremendous. Built Bars in several different flavors. Use the promo code BECK15. 15% off at built.com. You are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Thank you so much for listening. Have Ron DeSantis on tonight. He is the probably the second most hated leader in America, according to the left. And why do people uh, hate him? Um, because the media told you to, I think. I think, yeah. Um, very few politicians receive constant scrutiny that the Florida government, Ron DeSantis, has uh, endured over the last uh, couple of years. Elected governor in 2018, relative unknown, and three years later, thanks to the way he handled the pandemic in Florida, he's now a household name who is mentioned as a potential Republican presidential candidate in 2024. It's meteoric. A rise for a politician doesn't happen like this. For a Republican, it can mean really only one thing, and that is he drives the left out of his mind. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk to him tonight. The full hour. Uh, Ron DeSantis uh, live one-on-one tonight on my Wednesday night special. You don't want to miss it. I don't think I've ever done. Have we done? We had a bond before. I, I, I but feel it was like a very short interview maybe, as well. Yeah, I can't remember, honestly. Uh, you know, it's interesting because you look at the. You mentioned the meteoric rise. If you go back, 2018, he's running for governor. He's a congressman, but like mm-hmm. you know, and we that may have been when we talked to him. I yeah. when he was a congressman, yeah. but he um, he is running for governor of Florida. He's the underdog in the race, 
going in. Mm-hmm. He uh, wins by 0.4%. People Jeez. think that like this has been... He barely squeaked that out against a guy who then got caught with all sorts of weird drug and sex things going on, Andrew Gillum, who was That's the rising right. star at the time, oh whose entire career blew up. So the day before that election, Ron DeSantis looks like he's going to lose and not even be governor of Florida. Here we are three years later and outside of Donald Trump, if he chooses to run again, is the most mentioned favorite for the Republican nomination. Yeah. In if Donald Trump were, I mean, and I, I'm not saying that he is going to run, but I think he's going to run. Yeah. Uh, if if Trump is not in it, I think DeSantis will be the guy. I mean, as long as he just keeps doing what he's doing, he's just so strong on every issue, one after another after another. He's done a good job. He's done a great job. And he got a lot of criticism when he was running um, uh, for reasons that I don't think connected with who he actually is. He doesn't seem to be... They tried to paint him as this like crazy, like, I don't know, Steve Bannon running for governor. No. You know what I mean? Like, you know, no. and again, like a lot of people, you know, Steve Bannon is who he is. But like, he's not a guy who you necessarily nominate for, to run for governor. He's Trump uh, without Twitter. Yeah. In some ways, I think he is. You know, some people, you know, he doesn't have a lot of those uh, moments where he doesn't, you know, he's not, he's not bashing Mika Brzezinski for her face surgery, right? Like he doesn't have those moments, but he likes fighting with the media. A lot of the things that people like about Trump, he does pretty well. And also he's done a good job running the state. Uh, I think, you know, of course, anyone looks good to what we have in the white house at this moment. I mean, he does like to troll. I mean, he, he did do a vaccine press conference in Brandon, in Brandon, in front of Brandon motors. Yeah. So, You know, he does have that side to him. Uh, Yeah, he does. He's probably the only one that I've seen that can get away with it besides Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's going to be a fascinating interview. uh, The full hour tonight, the Wednesday night special. This is the uh, last Wednesday night special of the year. It's going to be great. You don't want to miss it tonight. Governor Ron DeSantis, 9 p.m. Eastern on BlazeTV.com and BlazeTV YouTube. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It is fascinating to me how facts, as Ben Shapiro says, facts don't care about your opinions uh, or your feelings. Well, now we are we are taking feelings and opinions and elevating them over facts. This is exactly what fact check organizations does, according to Facebook in a court of law. John Stossel is suing Facebook. Facebook just responded, and said, you can't sue us for this because these are protected opinions. Wait a minute. I thought we were talking about facts. We have one of his attorneys on to explain this and explore this in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Allow me to introduce you to your friendly neighborhood cyber criminal. Right about now, he's preparing to go on a Christmas shopping spree. Giant flat screen TV, check. New PlayStation, complete with every game that you could imagine. And a few you can't. You got it. Posters of 80s hit bands like Flock of Seagulls. Weirdly, also, yes. Here's the kicker. 
He's going to use your money to buy all of that stuff because he was able to hack into your computer, steal your identity, and open himself a nice little account with everything you had saved up. If he didn't hack into your computer, somebody else is hacked in, and he just assembled all of the parts by buying them on the dark web. Nobody can follow everything. Nobody can watch every purchase or uh, every transaction. It's just not possible. But there is somebody who not only is the best in the business, in my opinion, but they also have been doing it the longest and they have a a really expert team of people to fix it if there is a problem. It's LifeLock. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year with promo code BECK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off. It's LifeLock.com. Nationally recognized civil rights lawyer <clears throat> uh, named as uh, one of the best lawyers under 40 in 2007. Uh, she is the founder and chief executive officer for the uh, Center for American Liberty. We uh, we welcome Harmeet Dillon to the program. Hi, Harmeet. Yes. Hi. Thanks for having me. So um, I, I, I can't wrap my arms around this crazy Facebook defense that their fact checks are protected opinions. And so we can't push back on them while they say we're liars. <laughs> How's that work? Well, I don't think it works. Um, you know, this, we've seen this phenomenon now for several years. I've seen it with various clients of my firm where they're respected journalists or writers and they put up material on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on other platforms. YouTube is another. And, you know, these companies have been sued many times. I've sued various of these companies many times on different theories. And because of a law called Communications of Decency Act, Section 230, these companies have basically been allowed a government protection uh, from the type of defamation that you or I would be liable for if we said false things about people in other forums. And so, in this case, as, as you know, many of your viewers may know, when you're reading an article and maybe an article you like and you go to share it, uh, or even without going to share it, mm-hmm. a, a label pops up that warns you that, you know, this article that you're reading and you're about to share is false, partly false, you know, fake news, basically. And then sometimes even getting into some details as to what's false about it. And that's what happened here with John Stossel, who's a respected journalist with decades of experience and he's creating independent content now and on his facebook page he posted a couple of videos about two different climate change topics and one was about the forest fires that have consumed california over Mm -hmm. recent years and in 2020 and what caused them and he was interviewing experts on forest fires and then in the other one he's talking about a variety of claims by you know, climate activists about everything being caused by climate change, you know, hurricanes, fires, you name it. And so how these companies try to get around them being called defamers, Facebook, and these other big companies is they hire, and I imagine my air quotes here, they hire independent fact checkers (laughs) who are really activists themselves, of course. They, 
they let loose the hounds of independent fact checkers on helpless users of these platforms who are not allowed to fight back, and they rip them to shreds as if it's some kind of a blood sport. And there's no appeal process. And so, you know, this climate change group that was tasked with reviewing this one is a French outfit, very biased. Uh, A review of their reviews of people's posts shows that in the case of authors who are perceived as conservative, they routinely rate them as false or mostly false. Uh, Lacking context is another nice one that they like to use. But in this case, you know, they really got it wrong here. They factually wrong. Uh, you know, they they attributed to John a statement that he didn't make, namely that um, he said that climate played no role in forest fires. And in fact, he actually said that climate very well may play a role in fires, but it certainly doesn't explain California's fires. And there are other explanations that have to do with government, government behavior and choices. And then in the other one, similarly, they they basically smear him with with lacking misleading lacking context partially false uh contains factual inaccuracies so so that's the label on the more gen- general video now if you're a journalist who's devoted his whole career mm-hmm. to getting it right and and elucidating the truth to the public labeling somebody's post as partly false contains factual inaccuracies is devastating it would be like telling the world, fixing a label to lawsuits that I filed, that they're, you know, that 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 they're sanctioned, that that they've been sanctioned when they haven't. Well, it, it, so, honestly, uh, it is like instead of taking the all the news fit to print and changing the subtitle to of the New York Times to contains factual inaccuracies. Right. Or and lacking context. A lot lacking context. Yeah, you would. It, the right. New York Times would never become the New York Times if that had to be printed on the front page of every newspaper. And it's true right. about the New York Times. It's true about the New York Times. And, you know, so the, what, what so so now these guys are playing a shell game. So we sued them, but we didn't just sue them. We, we wrote them letters first. The French, you know, climate change outfits. And we and and Facebook now Meta, um, and they changed their name in the middle of this case, and and you know they wrote back saying, oh no no this is this is you know infotainment basically this is this is our opinion it isn't fact checking at all although it says fact checkers and fact checking on it, and we didn't buy it. I mean this was devastating to John. It drove his viewership down hugely, and for oh, yeah. social media writers, that's 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 revenue, that's credibility, that's your professional reputation, that's you know what what you're labeled maliciously with in Wikipedia when you die, you know, purveyor of false videos oh, yeah. about the climate, you know, so it, it, it that's a stench that doesn't wash off, and there's no place to wash it off. So he sued as a last resort over this issue and Facebook responded, uh, you know, this is just, uh, this, is, this, isn't, this is just our opinion. This isn't, this isn't meant to be fact. You aren't meant to take it literally when we say fact checkers. So it, it's kind of an Orwellian, almost ridiculous situation, but so you know, where does this go from black and white? Where does this go from here? Well, there'll be an argument in front of the judge. Um, interestingly, our case has bounced around so far amongst two judges. Uh, the second judge just got appointed to the 
just got you know nominated and confirmed to the Ninth Circuit last week. So we're probably going to be awaiting hearing in front of a third judge uh, to see you know what happens with this case. And and look, Facebook has oh sorry, Meta has overwhelming resources, and you know they just brush these claims aside. And I've dealt with their quote unquote fact checkers before. And and Glenn, your 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 listeners may not know what this industry of fact checkers is. They're, again, air quotes, nonprofits. They usually employ washed up or, you know, sort of journalists who don't want to work that hard anymore or activists or both. Some from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, I've dealt with some very esteemed former journalists Mm -hmm. who now work for these outfits and all all day long, their job is you know, slap false labels on as many of your enemies and opponents that people who disagree with you as possible, laugh quietly and go out for a cocktail. That's, that's the deal. And, and it's, it's not right. And if you or I did this and called a journalist's work false, partly false, uh, you know, lacking context, that would be harmful and you or I could get sued. So, the same should be true of Facebook and Communications Decency Act Section 230 is not, as these big tech companies repeatedly claim, a license to lie, smear, defame and devastate users. But that's exactly uh, what it what it does over and over and over again. We have had fact checks from the same people. We've had fact checks where they claimed uh, that something we said was false because it comes from uh, a study that on page 435 made another claim that we weren't making that was proven false. Right. But because the part that wasn't false was also in that same study with something that was, we, we were, we were fact checked as wrong. And it's like, wait, right. And, And when you look at the label, I'm just reading from it from, from our complaint, um, the label, big, big box, missing context. And then it says from independent fact checkers. And then there's another little label, fact check, uh, science, climate change, et cetera. And then it says about this notice, independent fact checkers say this information is missing context and could mislead people. And then it says, learn more about how Facebook works with independent fact checkers to stop the spread of false information. So it goes on to say, this is false. So, I mean, I don't know how much more clear you can be. So cl- claiming it's now, it's news to me. And, and, and by the way, they're asking every user of Facebook to somehow guess that their fact check is simply an opinion. Their opinion commentary right and on top of it they not only uh label you with that but they also then the algorithm shoves you down uh and on top of that now i've noticed some of them are not even letting you share the story it won't it you can't you you, it's there it'll say it's false but if you try to share the story because you disagree with their opinion you can't even share the story I mean, it, it's it's yeah. it's a gulag system uh, at uh, Facebook. Uh, what can the average person do? Well, um, you know, the average person can can follow this lawsuit, talk about it, 
mock Facebook. I don't know. And, you know, we have to eventually, hopefully, find some platforms that don't lie, defame, steal our information, and play games. But ultimately, Glenn, the only remedy for this, for the, for the citizens, for the users of social media around the world, is our members of Congress and our president, when they are right-thinking people, need to change Communications Decency Act Section 230 to make it clear that it is no longer appropriate for these companies to use its protections as a complete carte blanche for doing whatever they want. There have to be some norms and some rules. There should be a user's bill of rights. There needs to be an appeals process for this. And these companies have to face some form of liability because so far, court after court after court has let them out scot-free. And, and frankly, even conservative think tanks, and I'm using those air quotes again, and conservative nonprofits and conservative lawmakers have all bought the big tech lobbyist propaganda that these types of quote-unquote protections for these trillion-dollar corporations are necessary to ensure free speech. Yeah. No, they aren't. They're no more necessary to ensure free speech than a taking away defamation liability is necessary for you or I or the New York Times to stop defaming people. It is, in fact, that liability that reins people in from going too far. So we all know the difference between a fact check and an opinion, and nobody's suing over an opinion here. They're suing over a false accusation of lying in in an article. Exactly right. Thank you so much, Uh, Harmeet Dillon. um, We'll be watching this, uh, and our best to John Stossel and everybody on your team. Thank you. Our sponsor this half hour is Goldline. It has become very apparent in recent months that uh, the current administration, what it lacks in knowledge on what the causes are of inflation. Also, it lacks in knowledge of what to do to fix it, if they're even looking for that. Um, This is getting worse and worse and worse. There was do we have the audio of uh, Joe Biden? on a uh, television news program last night in Ohio talking and trying to sell his Build Back Better uh, program to the people of Ohio. Listen to this. What do you say to people in the Dayton area, Mr. President, who have expressed concerns about whether trillions more in federal spending will will help when you have inflation at a near 40 year high? Uh, The way I say to them, this is not going to cost a single solitary penny. We're not going to increase the deficit by one cent. In the Build Back Better plan at all. Boy, I'd like to fact check that one. Uh, that, that, does first that get of all, eliminated from social media? Right. Is there anyone who actually believes that as a program that it's all paid for? Nobody should believe that. Even if it is all paid for, saying that it's paid for means it does cost a cent. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. by definition, right. it literally means that. Right. And, of course, they're lying about it being paid for yeah, as well. Yeah, it's not. It's going to cost somebody something. Uh, and somebody is already paying a lot for it, and that somebody is everyone. Inflation. You cannot continue to print so much money and dump it into the system. This is inflation. Goldline is, would like to remind you that the, the hedge against inflation, the hedge against insanity... We're a year into this, and we're at the worst inflation we've seen in 40 years. Give it another year. Give it build back better. You're going to see the worst inflation we've seen since the Depression soon. 
and gold is the hedge against inflation. This week, Goldline is offering 6% in promotional medals for qualifying self-directed IRA acquisitions. Please call an ex- account executive today. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. You know, Stu, we were talking uh, earlier today on the podcast about how um, San Francisco, the mayor of San Francisco, is coming out and saying this is going to end. We have got to have more financing for the police. We're going in the other direction because this is the wrong direction. And it was pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. She was angry about it. Um, and whether that is whether that's real or just posturing, I don't know. But time will tell. But more and more people are starting to get a little angry at things. I want to play a cut, uh, cut 11. This is a guy going off on Make-A-Wish. Listen to this. I can't believe you f***ing people. I can't believe that these things are actually happening to our f***ing country. I got a text, a message from a friend of mine here on Staten Island. His four-year-old kid, his ill four-year-old kid, was refused by the Make-A-Wish Foundation for his f***ing wish because he's not vaccinated at four f***ing years old. You f***ing people succumb to this f***ing bullshit with this 99.7% survival rate f***ing bullshit virus. You should be ashamed of yourself. The Make-A-Wish. Let me tell you something, Make-A-Wish Foundation. You're going to f***ing wish that you never f***ing made this decision. Come this week. After this weekend, I got to do. Next week, we're going to do something for this f***ing kid, okay? And we're going to let the Make-A-Wish Foundation wish that they never made this I want this guy on the air. I want to find out how we can help. Not live. (laughs) He sounds like Andrew Dice Clay, doesn't he? Yeah, when he said, I'm from Staten Island, I'm like, oh, really? Really? That's a stunner. (laughs) Uh, I want to see if we can help. Um, But this, I'm playing this because I don't know if you saw Salvation Army is really hurting. They are really, really hurting on their toy drives and everything else this year. Is that a true story, though? I mean, you're not even eligible to to be vaccinated at four years old. You can't get it if you want it. Yeah, I I don't know. I've moved on to (laughs) I've moved on to uh, Salvation Army. Salvation Army. They're having a hard time because they were becoming politically correct and woke. And they said that all of their donors need to you know need to be reminded to be woke and mm. all of this crap and people are turning their backs on salvation army i'm telling you this is going to start killing these companies just start killing it and sure. some of them have started to to turn around the ones who were for the vaccine are now starting to go well maybe we won't vaccinate all our very employees maybe well they're seeing you know they're going to lose people and make it difficult for their companies to operate including their healthcare facilities to operate So uh, I don't know how that helps the COVID situation if we have hospitals without employees. Yeah, if you're one of these woke uh, companies, I think the tide is turning. Uh, And uh, especially if you're Make-A-Wish. Holy cow. Holy cow. Uh, Next week. He's got stuff to do this week. Yeah, this week. Next week. Next week. Yes. I got some things I got (laughs) to take care of this week. You know what I mean? 
This is the Glenn Beck Program. So Melanie, she lives in Georgia. She listens to the program. She writes in, tells her, tells me about her dog's experience with rough greens. She said, I was really skeptical, Glenn, about trying rough greens. I'm sure my dog was not going to eat it. Boy, was I wrong. My dog loves rough greens. Now he only eats the food that I put rough greens on, and he has so much more energy than he used to. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I tell you, Melanie, I was exactly the same. I, I did not think that Uno would eat this because he is so particular about his food. He loves it. Now, your dog may not know that he needs more re- nutrition than just what comes out of his kibble food, but his body knows. And I've had the same experience with my dog. They eat it. They love it. And they're happier and and more active. Just try it. It's not a dog food. It's something you sprinkle on the food, supplement filled with all the things that make your dog healthier and happier. And you can get a free bag right now of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you do is pay for shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Looking for a great uh, Christmas gift? Check out glenbeckart.com. I love that. It's a great website. Glenbeckart.com. the dumbest thing i've ever heard hello and welcome to the uh glenn beck program all right uh you know this program has won so many awards for its art and architectural uh discussions very true uh and many of our papers that we have had published in some of the most important artistic and uh architectural digests and journals and you you were named the 100th most important person in the world of art and that's true true that that is true that that is actually a fact you should Mm -hmm. look that one up anyway so i just wanted to remind those who you know might be straggling in here uh and you missed uh our uh our latest eight-part series on uh, the architecture uh, and some of the greatest homes ever built. Uh, but uh, we wanted to continue now our conversation about Notre Dame. Now, Stu, uh, as a complete and total snob, mm-hmm. uh, don't you think that Notre Dame, it was a little old and dusty? Right, yes. Yeah. Uh, this old-timey thing. I mean, mm-hmm. how do we remix it to make it better? Well, how about taking it and building it into something else entirely? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't seem like that would be the way I would go. Well, let me ask you this again. As an art lover, art historian, mm. architectural design maven, really, that you are. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, if, let's say, there was an earthquake in Egypt and the pyramids went away. Right. I would say, let's rebuild them, but this time as a square. <laughs> yeah, that would be a, a strange choice. But wait, wait, I'm not done. Mm-hmm. And then inside, we put stores. So you're building a mall? You can call it that. I like to call it a square. <laughs> oh, okay. With stores inside. Ah. Uh, and uh-huh. we reimagine mm. the pyramids. I don't think Notre Dame needs to be reimagined. You don't think so? No. Yeah. I'm going to go with a full yeah. fledged no so on that. They are. Uh, they are adding mood lighting in and contemporary artworks. Um, there are going to be 2,000 movable objects that will be rearranged so that uh, visitors, you know, will 
have more space because the redesign wants to foster a dialogue between the old and the new. What's that sound uh, like to you, Stu? uh bullcrap yeah thank yeah you. okay thank yeah, you. yeah yeah all right all right <laughs> i hate to be yeah we too can... artsy yeah you know i get sometimes we jump a little too far <laughs> yeah. ahead of the audience yeah down these deep architectural roads mm-hmm. but i think bullcrap i think mm-hmm. this is something that that everybody can go bullcrap on yeah um uh, so they they've uh, they've got a uh, hundred public figures now including art historians heritage and architectural experts intellectuals artists and writers uh, and uh, these people, because they are not progressive thinkers, uh, they're all saying, don't do this. Why don't you just rebuild it? Because it was one of the most important buildings, uh, you know, of all time. And it was pretty spectacular the way it was. But those people don't know what they're talking about. Mm, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't uh, doesn't seem doesn't seem like a, a sensible view, mm-hmm, a sensible mm-hmm, view. Mm-hmm. Um, have you followed? This is a little bit off topic, but it is it is tied to our deep architectural understanding. Yes, of the world. Yes. Have you followed this the Hudson Yards situation in New York City? Oh, you mean the vase? The what? The vase. The vase. Oh, that's what it's called. The vase. I thought it was the vessel. Oh, yeah. You're so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. The vessel. So Hudson Yards is a new mm-hmm. development. Uh, by the way, the cost of Hudson Yards, $25 billion. $25 billion. Just the $25 dollars. billion, though. Not but that's, 26. That's, that's not just the vessel. No, that's the entire that's complex. That's the entire right. complex. So the okay. vessel. The vessel. Is, is a bizarre uh-huh. Uh-huh. art sort of display, mm-hmm. uh, I guess mm-hmm. you could call mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It is a um, 160 some odd... 154 it is 154 interconnecting flights of stairs Mm. now you might think i don't like one flight of stairs i don't Um, like stairs at all and if this is to get me to look at art i guess i'll never see art right how do you how do you take art and say you know what can make this better making it into a whole bunch of staircases (laughs) (laughs) i mean that just that is the that is like no one should go see that it's just we don't want anyone here. We don't want anyone here. This land used to be occupied by humans. We put the vessel there. No humans are around anymore. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of what. Well, it's kind of one of the things that's going on right now. So they built this thing. By the way, vessel, the bunch of stairs that we're talking about, cost two hundred million dollars. Two hundred million for a bunch of stairs. That, okay. By the way, we should point out, don't lead to anything. That's the that's the thing about vessel is that it doesn't. Not like you're taking well, stairs to get to a store. Does it? You're just walking on stairs, right. and there's no real art to see. The stairs no, are the, the art. Stairs are the, the stairs art. are the art. Now, that's the way I think of stairs often. Art. That's art. I'm not going to use it. I'm not going to walk on that. No. That's a beautiful piece of art right there. Now. They do say they're a pretty great views when you get sure, up to the top, which sure. is 16 stories of stairs, 16 stories in New York. That's crazy. You because you can see over nothing. None of the no, buildings. None of the buildings. None of the buildings. Not even the ones 16, nearby. You're looking right into a office. Right. It's beautiful. <laughs> so they built this thing. And yeah. actually, it's been really tragic because people and I don't know if this has to do with walking up lots of stairs, but people get to the top and then jump off. And so they had three suicides. The thing opened in 2019 and they had three suicides. So eventually they closed uh, the display and refurbished it um, so they people couldn't jump off uh, and reopened it. And then someone else jumped off somehow. 
uh, and it was like a kid. It was a really oh, tragic, geez. terrible freaking story. Um, so, so this is becoming like a suicide spot. Yes. And, and it is suicide. It's not people falling off. No, it's not people falling off. It's people jumping off. And it's not just for humor's sake. It's not people getting up and going, there is nothing to this. And now I've got to walk all the way down. Right. It's, it's not that not either. an aversion to stairs okay, that we know right. of. Although, well, how do we know? You know, uh, I'd get halfway up and go, you know, it's faster. Let's just faster right <laughs> I, that i i wouldn't be stunned if it was right. for someone in in our type of have shape. you been to the guggenheim no you have to walk up now it's ramps so that makes it a little better mm. but you have to walk up and by the time you get up to the top you're like this is all crap this is just all crap why am i doing this why am i doing that's this? why they put it at the top because you don't yes. know it's crap till you get there yes but then you have to go down Right. Yeah. So uh, they've now closed this thing mm-hmm. and they don't think they they think they may never open it again. It's a two hundred million dollar staircase vessel. vessel yes. Yeah. <laughs> vessel that goes nowhere. That goes nowhere mm-hmm. except apparently giving people options to kill themselves. So now they're going to have to close it completely. So may I say and this is not for uh, uh, humor. This is uh, more philosophical. If we could switch gears from our deep our deep, deep discussion of uh, art and architecture mm-hmm. right to philosophy. That is a monument to America today. Stairs that go nowhere except to suicide. That is pretty much what we're dealing with in our society. Things that don't make any sense at all. And our kids are killing themselves. Congratulations. So it seems like the path we are on. That is a that is a vessel of wokeness. Mm. That's what that should be called. Vessel of wokeness. When do they decide if they're going to open it up again? They don't know yet. Uh, it closed in July, so it's been closed for a while, but you know, this thing's just sitting there you know, costing <laughs> costing money in the middle of a 25 billion dollar complex and is now just known as a suicide hub. And suicide researchers say that that's a real thing. That like, you know, like the Golden Gate Bridge isn't necessarily the greatest place in the world to commit suicide if that's what you're going to do. It's just that once people start doing it, it becomes a thing among people who might commit suicide you and they want go to, to these like these like landmarks to do these things. Would you want any would you want your your business or your house or whatever it is surrounding this thing that they've built? Would you want anything yeah. to do? It's like having a. Have you ever heard murder house, you know, where somebody was violently right, right, murdered? Yeah. I don't want to buy that house. Uh, this one had several people and it's sitting right there by your front door or your window. Oh, no, thanks. Hey, welcome to New York. I don't want to tell you how to live your life, but I'm going to. OK, if you're not cooking on a rec tech, you're missing out. You are. Would you imagine the thickest, juiciest, most marbled steak you have ever seen? Okay, yes, you had to take a loan to get it. But think of this. It's got salt and pepper because you need to do a steak, right? That's really all you need. And it's just sitting there, this beautiful slab of meat. You take it, you put it on a rectech, you walk away. And very shortly, that beautiful, delicious steak sitting on your plate is just waiting for you saying, eat me, eat me. Eat me, and you do. That's rec tech for you. You bring home the bacon, and it serves it up for you. It is a fantastic griller, smoker, 
even an oven. Order today your grill for the holidays. Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Makes a great Christmas gift. Also a great way to cook your meal for Christmas and the holidays. Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Stu, do you remember the woman that we had on, uh, I think it was two weeks ago, the Interchained Wine and uh, Coffee Bistro, and she opened it up during the pandemic, and they find her all kinds of things. She faced up to two years in jail. Yeah, yeah. Um, Her court appearance happened, and she was sentenced to jail. Uh, 90 days in jail. 90 days. Incredible. Uh, And the judge lectured her you've got to understand this law applies to you you were a public risk because you kept your business open no no she wasn't this was the second closing she closed it the first time the second closing and i think this is going to happen more and more there's got to be more and more pushback because they're starting to come back with these closings and the mask mandates and everything else and i think america's done with it and they're at that we're at that point too where it's true you know if we all march together they can't stop all of us they you're seeing this all over the country a lot of these a lot of these states are just giving up. We saw this from uh, sort of from Colorado yesterday, mm-hmm. a Democratic governor coming out and saying, look, you know, you want at this point it's done. You want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you don't, you don't. It's on you. Like, OK, that's a that's a reasonable position for a government to take. Look, we came up with these with these treatments. We think they work. If you don't think they do, then you take the risk by not taking them. And by the way, the same thing goes for people who do take them. You take the risk. And if you if you think they're a good idea. Whatever risk is associated, you go analyze the results. You deal with your own life. We're not your daughter. We're not your doctor. We're not your dad. Just you go and, and assess the risk in your own life. He said, quote, everybody has had more than enough pro- uh, opportunity to get vaccinated. Hopefully it's been at your pharmacy, your grocery store, a bus near you or a big event. At this point, if you haven't been vaccinated, it's really your own darn fault. The emergency is over. You know, public health officials don't get to tell people what to wear. It's not their job. Masks is not something that you require. You don't tell people what to wear. You don't tell people to wear a jacket when they go out in winter and force them to wear it. If they get frostbite, it's their own damn fault. If you haven't been vaccinated, that's your choice. I respect it. But it's your fault when you're in the hospital with COVID. I would also say that if you're in the hospital with COVID and you got the vaccine, like the 70 percent of people that are in the hospital, that's also your own damn fault. I mean, it's just it's not. I mean, look, we've lost we've lost the plot here a little bit. It's not your fault if you get freaking COVID. No, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's yeah, China's it's, fault, really. It's, yeah, it's China's anyway, fault. The Chinese government is the is the main person to blame. Yeah, if you get uh, if you get COVID, and even that's you know that's at this point uh, old news, right? We yeah. all know that it's yeah. spread all over the place. It, you can't you can't p- people who have taken all sorts of precautions, including getting vaccinated, including staying in, including uh, take you know wearing masks, they getting they're getting it too. Yeah, you know this is not something you punish. your getting a respiratory disease is not you something just, you punish. You uh, just other people for. let people alone. Yeah. Just leave people alone. Unless you like it's something egregious, right? If someone who has active COVID and symptoms and just says, I don't care, I'm going That's to that different. old folks those home. Are the, those are the people right. who gave people AIDS intentionally. It's happened. Right. right. And they went to jail. Yeah, you should avoid that activity. Yeah. But we have to understand that we can't be blaming other people for our respiratory illnesses. Tonight, I'm sitting down with Ron DeSantis. The governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, a full hour with Ron DeSantis. I'm excited. I have not spent very much time with him 
uh, in the past. And I'm a fan. I'm watching him from Texas. I'm a fan. Wish he was the governor of Texas, quite honestly. He's acting like a Texan. Um, but uh, he's doing a great job. Will he run uh, for president? Does he and Trump get along? What does this look like? And I want to really talk to him about all of his uh, new policies. He just passed another one or just uh, uh, introduced another one yesterday on wokeism. Yeah, on CRT, the idea it kind of based on the Texas law, the Texas abortion law, where like citizens could theoretically sue um uh, schools i guess if they if they are teaching crt obviously i want crt out of the schools very badly i am concerned a bit of of this structure of law even as it applies to abortion it doesn't seem like the type of thing that is the a sensible way of running a legal system where you just instead of having the the law enforcement uh, enforce a law you have citizens suing each other constantly over things that they don't like. Now, we know Gavin Newsom's already saying he's going to do something on the Second Amendment based mm-hmm. on this. We'll see. I think less likely than or more, more likely than something like the Second Amendment, which is obviously in the Constitution. You know, things like buying an SUV, right? Like how that's not a constitutional right. And left wing governments are going to use this in all sorts of ways we're not comfortable with. I, I just... You know, I'm not a big, I, I think big, we big find fan of it for since it came out here in Texas, and I think it could spiral out of control. Yeah, and that's not a good thing. Ron DeSantis tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern on BlazeTV.com/slash/Glenn. Use Glenn as a promo code and save. It's also on Blaze TV YouTube tonight at 9 p.m. I got a good interview on my show tonight too. Stu does America. I'm going to be talking to uh, Glenn Beck. Oof. That never works out well. No, I've noticed He always that. makes you look like an idiot. I Now, that I have not noticed. Yeah, it's uh, bad. He doesn't seem to um, want to appear on the show. I don't know why uh, you have him on every week, because he seems <laughs> to hate you. I love the... We get messages all the time like, I can't believe Glenn is treating you that way. It's like, don't you get that we're in on it? Like, we... It's Last funny. week, I walked off his show. I walked off right in the middle yes, of it. Yes, that's true. Well, you know, I had another thing to do. A bigger name came up. Which I thought was uh, odd until... Yeah. Well, anyway, until it made the show much better. By the way, if you want to help those affected by the tornado last week, please go to mercuryone.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program.